marriage is always in one of these three stages. I'm going to share the three stages. And as I'm talking about these three stages, I want you to evaluate yourself. Check in which stage is your marriage. Your marriage, my friends, is in one of these three stages. The first stage that I'm going to talk about is where both partners are fully committed to their marriage. They have each other's back. You know, I've got your back. I've got your back, baby. Whatever happens, I've got you. We're gonna pull through this. We are working together. They have each other's back. They protect and support each other. They sacrifice for each other and they trying to make each other happy by meeting each other's needs. This is the healthy stage. Committed, they sacrifice, meet each other's needs. You know, in this first stage, the beauty about it is that what is yours is mine. It's a give and take type of a relationship. I give, I receive, I receive, I give. It's like, it's, it's so good. It's, the relationship is flowing. And this, my friend, is definitely your perfect marriage. The second stage is where both partners are just relaxed or one partner is relaxed in the marriage. They, they are singing Kesera, Kesera. What will be, will be. When they wake up, it's like, oh, you're still alive. Okay, let's do it again. Let's see how far it will go. Oh, it's you again. They don't even try to meet each other's needs. If one partner is meeting each, some, the, the other partner's needs, the other one is just receiving, receiving, take, 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 and never gives. This is where the relationship, two partners are drained. They are in one house, but they have drifted apart. It's like two strangers living in one house. They don't, they don't even know what has happened. They don't even know what's happening if the other partner is going to work or is coming back or whatever, they just don't care. If things in the house have been taken care of, they, they just don't care. If it's like they, they are in a wonderland. We can call this a parasitic stage where one gains at the expense of the other without contributing anything. It's like a garden that has been left without being maintained. It's just left, it's just being left at the mercy of heaven or at the mercy of the weather, whether it's gonna rain or whatever, the, the owners themselves don't care. It's like a house that it's not being taken care of. Of course, this stage will not last. It's either going to improve or it's gonna regress to the third stage that I'm gonna 
talk to you about. The third stage that I want to talk about is a stage wherein two partners, both partners, are deliberately hurting each other. They feel you have messed up my life and now I'm gonna give it back. You have pulled me down and now I'm gonna show you who I am. You have humiliated me and now I'm gonna humiliate you. It's where two partners go out of their way to deliberately hurt each other. Or they can be in a stage where subconsciously they are just numb. And instead of showing love, they hurt each other. In this stage, things are just are just bad. The, the both partners they feel like in this stage there's no commitment, there's no sacrifice, there's no meeting each other's needs, there's just nothing. Every everyone for himself, everybody for himself. I have to survive, and if I can survive through hurting you, I will. And it's a it's a bad stage for marriage to be in. And even if they feel like this marriage is not gonna work, they, the other partner will feel I'm not gonna even release anything that is mine to you. I'm not gonna even sign for divorce. I just wanna show you. I just wanna hurt you. And they, they, they wake up thinking, how can I make this person pay? And it's a, best, it's a bad stage to be in. And that's when, as pastors, we try to come in and say, and try to help and, 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 and say, God can restore your relationship. God can heal your relationship. But both partners, if they do not want to make it work, we hand it over to God. You know, it takes two to tangle. And even if pastors and counselors and family may want these two people to build, the, the painful part is that you cannot force them if they don't want. The two started their marriage and it's only the two who can make their marriage work. We come along to support. Families come along to support. The church comes along to support. We pray, we do everything, but it will still be left with the two, if they want to build or not. And sometimes you hear people saying, you know what, my marriage couldn't work. Even counselors couldn't help me. Even pastors couldn't help me. Even the family couldn't help me. Hey. It takes you and your partner to commit and build. We come along to support. So it's not about the people around you. It's not about the church. It's not about the pastors. It's not about the counselors. It's not about the family or relative. It's about you too. What do you want? Are you willing 
to uh, let go? Are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to surrender? Are you willing to sacrifice and say, you know what? I died today. Whatever selfish ambition that I had, whatever selfishness that I had, I throw it away in order to resuscitate or to rescue my marriage boat. It takes the two of you to build. And you can do it if you commit and allow God and allow God to come in to your relationship and help you heal and help you build and help you move forward. And, and at, at that stage, whatever that has happened that has caused you to be where you are, you need to learn to let go. And when you say, I forgive, you need to honestly forgive and hand over the pain to God and so that you can see your partner through the eyes of God and love them with agape love, unconditional love. And I, I tell you, my friend, if you are in this stage, you can be restored. It takes you, both of you, to build. And God to move you from where you are to the first level that we all want and you know what my friends be humble enough if you are in the second stage or the third stage be humble enough to seek help and if, if you want to build you will be humble enough to seek help for people around you to come along and support you there's nothing to be ashamed of in life we go through stages and we need people around us and sometimes again I want to say this that before you get married or before you get into marriage allow people to come along and advise you because sometimes the the spiritual people around you can be can help you with eyes to see things that you don't see because sometimes when you advise people and say, I, I don't think this relationship is going to work, they might feel like, hey, you are, you, are, you are jealous. You don't want me to, to enjoy my life. And, and when they are ill and things are bad, sometimes it's difficult to even tell them, we, we warned you, we told you. Because then when they are in tears, we need to come along and support. But remember, you chose. Remember, you made a decision. And when you make a decision, you must stand by it. Uh, don't be a coward. You made a decision to get married. You made a decision to choose that woman. You chose her knowingly. You chose her understanding and knowing her weaknesses and her problems and her background and her, 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 her whatever that she brought in the relationship. You chose that man. You knew very well everything about him. And you chose him. So don't be a coward. Stand by him. And both of you go and seek help. We are available. People around you spiritually are available. Your parents are available. Don't, don't look down on them. They've been there before you. Elders are there. 
Go seek help. Humble yourself. And you know what? Trust God with your partner. Trust God to do the work only God can do with your partner. And certain things, just make peace to live with them. As long as they are not harming the relationship, make peace. Because some things we may not be able to change in people. But we can work alone and help each other to build. And a relationship that 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 is on number one, where is which is our perfect wedding. It's when we try to see the good in each other. Because when we are always looking for bad things, you will see them. When you're always looking for negative things, you will see them. So try to see the good in each other and bring out the best in each other. And then those those small things, you know, eh, you, you can you can work with them. Uh, marriage is a long life journey and it's a long life school. You will never finish the schooling and you will graduate when you go to heaven, when you die. So make sure that when you die, when you are in the coffin, your partner can look at you and say, wow, I've enjoyed my marriage. I've enjoyed my marriage with this woman. I've enjoyed my marriage with this man. And I thank God for the life that he both gave us. We maximize it for the glory of God. Remember, your marriage is not all about you. It's about God's glory, where God can heal and restore other relationships around you through your marriage. Whatever you go through, the challenges that you meet, that you face, when you overcome them, it's a star. Then tomorrow, somebody will be going through that and God will use you as a healing, as a healing vessel for that couple. Because God loves marriage. God honors marriage. And it's a beautiful thing. Marriage is great. Marriage is beautiful. So allow God to be in your marriage and surrender your marriage to God and surrender yourself one to another and give yourself to your partner. And you will have, you will see great things. You will have a perfect wedding, perfect marriage, perfect 